Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the iFit Model Podcast. I am your host, Aaron Zambrano of iFit Model. Now, today we're going to go ahead and go into proteins. We're going to talk about the right types of proteins to eat and the types of proteins you should stay away from. So let's start the show. Welcome to the iFit Model Podcast, where our goal is to teach you the facts on living a healthy lifestyle through fitness, nutrition, and positive mindset changes. Your host has over 50 personal training and nutrition certifications, along with his exercise science degree. He has spent two decades in the fitness industry transforming bodies, minds, and lives with his science-based and habit-changing approach. Here is your host, Aaron Zambrano. So, Proteins, it's it's really funny. People think that protein is is for bodybuilders. You know, uh, they think that it's only the big meatheads in the gym that need to eat lots of protein. So, and that's entirely false. You know, one of the big things uh, about proteins is that people just truly don't understand why they're good for you. And so, it's not just bodybuilders or, or people who are trying to gain muscle that need to eat this protein. And so protein does a lot of other things. I mean, it, it helps satisfy your hunger. And that's one of the main reasons why I, I tell people to, to make sure that they're getting enough protein. A lot of times when people start off in, in a new healthy eating plan, what they tend to do is they tend to, to lack on their protein and lack on the amount of, 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 of different things that they're doing. So a basic meal plan that most people will do when they start a healthy eating plan is they'll do something like this. You know, for breakfast, they'll have oatmeal and a piece of fruit. For lunch, they'll go eat a chicken salad of some sort. Sometimes they skip the chicken. Sometimes they just eat a salad by itself. And then for dinner is usually when most people have their largest uh, portion of protein. And so they'll do chicken and vegetables or they'll, you know, they'll do something like that, turkey, uh, uh, some sort. And, and that's where really they have the, the protein is just mainly at night. But what happens is, is anytime that we start a healthy eating plan, think about this. You, you, can, you can probably agree with me on this. Anytime that you've started a healthy eating plan, most likely you're hungry all day long. Now that could be for a few reasons because you're eating too low calorie food, but a lot of times it's because you're skipping out on the protein. And so protein is going to help satisfy your hunger. And so we want to make sure that we're getting this protein in and it's going to, it's going to satisfy our hunger all day long. We're not going to want to be ravenous at the end of the day and eat everything in sight. So protein just really helps with that. But the main reason why I, you know, I like to tell people to, to eat protein, or I guess the second reason I like to tell people to eat protein is because that's really what's going to help build, help build our metabolism. So I'm going to take a step back for a second and we're going to talk a little bit about exercise and, and I'll be, I'll give you a quick, quick, uh, rundown on exercise. When we lift weights, a lot of people don't realize this, but when we lift weights, what we're actually doing is we're breaking our muscle fibers apart. And so when we, you hire a trainer, you're actually hiring a trainer to tear you apart, <laughs> figuratively and, and literally. You're, you're trying to get your muscles to break apart. The, the more that they break apart, the more they're going to grow back. And the more they grow back, the more, obviously, the bigger muscles that you have. And that's going to help increase your metabolism when you increase the amount of muscle that you have on your body. So protein actually 
helps rebuild that muscle and it, it helps kind of get that muscle bigger. And then in, in turn will help increase your metabolism. So that's, you know, protein is basically the building blocks of all muscle. It's actually the building blocks of all, uh, b- bodily tissue. So whenever, you know, you cut yourself or you do something, protein is sent there to help rebuild that bodily tissue. So that's a very, just a very simple way of looking at it. Protein basically has two functions. It helps rebuild bodily tissue, broken down bodily tissue, uh, AKA muscle, um, and other things, but we'll just say for muscle purposes, but it also helps satisfy your hunger, which is a really big thing. Now, everything sounds great. Protein is awesome. Let's go eat protein. Let's go eat large amounts. Um, well, there is, there is a drawback. There, there are two, two drawbacks of, of eating protein and having a high protein type diet. Um, and I'll, again, I mean, I can go on and on and on about the 50 different reasons why you don't want to overconsume protein. But again, I'll just go over the top two reasons um, of when to pick a protein and, and how you actually want to do it. So one of the drawbacks of, of having too much protein is the fact that you're having too much protein. Your body can only absorb so much protein and use it at one time. Somebody asked me the other day, you know, I, I want to, you know, a general rule of thumb is I want to eat um, one gram of protein for every pound of body weight. And I said, you know, that's, that's a great place to start. But what if, you know, I'm 200 pounds and I'm 5% body fat. And then you have another guy who's two, 200 pounds, but he's 30% body fat. If I have more muscle on my body, shouldn't I eat more protein than the other guy who doesn't have as much muscle? And so that's, you know, sometimes you don't necessarily just want to go and go be strict by a general rule. A general rule is general for a reason. Uh, it's not necessarily specific to you, but it's a great place to start if you need something like that. So your, your, the amount of protein that you should be eating is going to be dependent on the amount of muscle that you have and the intensity of your weight training sessions. And that's about as simple as you can make it. So if you're not doing any weight training sessions, then, then your, your protein is going to come down, uh, just a little bit as far as the amount that you're eating, uh, per meal. Also, if your muscle mass is low, you're going to come down a, a little bit on your portion sizes as well. So the higher your intensity is with your weight training and the more muscle you have on your body is really going to determine how much protein you should be eating per meal. And so just keep those things in mind, but do you need to eat protein? Absolutely. You know, for, for all the reasons that I just explained. So you can overconsume this protein. So if your, your weight training sessions are low, your muscle mass is low. What happens is let's say you overconsume protein. Well, your body's only going to be able to use so much. And the other stuff that it doesn't use, the other protein that it doesn't use, your body will end up storing that. So you see a lot of people who tend to eat tremendous amounts of protein and, and they, they, will get, you know, really bloated. They'll have excess fat storages. Um, not to mention all the, the rumblings and stuff that's going on in their, uh, in their stomach. And, <laughs> you know, if you've ever been around a bodybuilder, you, you know, that they have some, uh, some unpleasant, uh, <laughs> unpleasant characteristics. Uh, and we won't go too much into that. Um, but overconsumption of protein can make you store a little more body fat, but what we want to do is we want to make sure uh, that we're not over consuming. So again, go back and look at those rules. And if you, if you have any questions on what your actual pro- protein portion sizes should be, just send me a quick note, info at ifitmodel.com. And I'll be more than happy to answer any of your questions when it comes to uh, the amount of protein that you should have. So that's one of the reasons, that's one of the things, one of the ways to, to look at protein and, and, and one of the negative effects of over consuming it or one of the negative effects of protein. 
but also protein. One of one of the major sources of proteins that we get is coming from animal animal products. And so you know you're talking your chickens, your turkeys, your your beef, um, just any kind of animal products. That's where most of us get our protein. Now there's a lot of vegetarians, a lot of vegans out there, and there's other places to get your proteins. And you have to be a little more creative when you get to that point. But there aren't many vegetarians and vegans out in this world. I mean, there's a lot of vegetarians out, and uh, you know, I, I recently came back from India, and, and I realized how many vegetarians are actually out there in India. Uh, you know, it's a cultural thing, and it's it's understandable. But I didn't realize how 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 rampant it was everywhere when you go to the restaurants, when you go to different places like that, but that a lot of people don't really understand. Turkey breast, when I when I talk about turkey breast, I'm not talking about the deli meat turkey. We'll get into that here in a second. I'm talking more of the ground, uh, the ground turkey breast or even the whole turkey breast. Um, and you want to make sure that it's 97% fat free or leaner. When you buy it, a lot of people, it's, it's funny, uh, a lot of people, you know, I ask them, well, you know, what did you eat last night? And they're like, oh, you know, I ate a turkey burger. I'm like, okay, well, what was the, the fat percentage? And, you know, if you go to the grocery store, you know, you go to the ground beef, you'll see 80, 20 ground beef or 85, 15 ground beef. Well, turkey is the same way. They had the same classifications on there. So I ask them, you know, what kind of, you know, what was the, the, the fat content on that? They're like, oh, I think it was 85, 15. And I ask them the question, do you know the difference between 85, 15 turkey and 8515 ground beef. And they're like, well, turkey's better, right? And the answer is no. It's actually the same thing. It has the same amount of fat content, has the same amount of protein content um, as the 8515 ground beef. So you might as well have eaten the 8515 uh, ground beef. Now you can we can get technical and say, oh, you know, turkey has these benefits and 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 beef has these benefits and blah, blah, blah. But just speaking from a fat content uh, standpoint, they're exactly the same thing. 85-15 turkey and 85-15 ground beef. So you want to make sure that you're getting the 97% fat-free or leaner turkey breast, the ground turkey breast. Now, you also have some cuts of lean beef. Now, lean, lean beef is really hard to find. And usually you're only going to find that in the in the grounded form. Um, and you want to get that. It's it's harder to get anything less than 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 uh, 95. But usually 95, if you're going to have beef, 95% uh, fat free or leaner is fine. Same same rule goes for uh, buffalo and bison. Um, and then you have the other types of proteins like your, your fish, your orange roughy, your tilapia, your salmon, uh, your tuna things like that. Um, and those are all good, healthy, uh, places to get protein from that don't offer a lot of saturated fat. You also have things like like egg whites and even whole eggs will, will give you a lot of protein. They also will give you fat and there's rules of, of how to eat those, but that's another topic for another day. Um, but also things like protein powders. You know, We talked about vegans and vegetarians and a lot of times they have to be a little, little more resourceful. They have to be a little more creative to get the protein that they need in order to, to build the muscle. But there's different types of protein powders out there. There's whey protein, there's casein protein, there's pea protein, um, and the list goes on and on and on and on and on of all the different types of proteins. And so these are going to be all your, your healthy choices of protein. So let's just go back for a second and let's just think about how we want to pick these good sources of protein. So basically a good source of protein will offer you little to no saturated fat um, when you eat it. And it's, it's mainly just protein and very little saturated fat. The poor sources of protein are usually going to be in combination with high saturated fat foods. So these are going to be things like your, you know, your, your steaks, uh, you know, lamb, 
pork, dark meat chicken, dark meat poultry, um, just any kind of dark meat poultry really are, is going to have large amounts of saturated fat. And those are the things that we want to, we don't want to eat too often and too regular. So again, protein is going to help us build muscle. Protein is going to help us satisfy, it's going to help satisfy our hunger. It's going to help build our metabolism. It's going to make everything function the way it needs to function. And it's all dependent on the amount of muscle that you have. Your portion sizes are dependent on the amount of muscle that you have, but also the intensity of your weight training sessions. We want to stay we want to stay closer to the foods that don't have a lot of saturated fats, like our chicken breast, our turkey breast, um, our lean beefs, our fish, egg whites, protein powder, things like that. And we want to stay away from the things that do offer us high amounts of saturated fat, like your dark meat poultry, your beef. Um, your lamb, things like that, even pork. You want to try to stay away from those things as often as you can. Now, again, let's let's take a refresher. The saturated fat is the saturated fat that's going to contribute to high cholesterol levels, uh, high heart disease, high risk of heart disease, stroke, uh, and so on and so forth. So those are the types of things we don't want to eat a lot of. Again, it's going to be hard to completely eliminate saturated fat from our diet. It's, it's, it's almost, it's nearly impossible unless you just don't eat at all. Um, but there are things that we can do, choose, uh, foods that we can choose to keep those things from being, uh, being uh, a negative effect in, in our life. So that's a basic rundown of protein and it's, it's, it's and I try to make it really simple. So now, so far we've gone over carbs in our first episode, we went over fats and we went over protein. And so now you should have a pretty good understanding of how all these things kind of come together. So for a second, now I'm going to stop there and I'm going to talk about the next section of of this podcast. And we're going to go into just types of usable protein. And this is where a lot of people get really confused. Um, But basically every single protein that we eat has a, a, a score, a grade, and, it, and it's called like biological value. So biological value is really the amount of protein that our body is actually able to absorb. And so if you go back to like carbs, carbs have the, the good carbs and the bad carbs. The good carbs are the ones that our body can use. The bad carbs are the ones that our body can't use. Well, protein has the same type of thing. We have the usable type of protein and the non-usable protein. And so what are these non-usable proteins? Well, it's it's very similar to carbs. The non-usable carbs are those that are processed. The non-usable proteins are also the ones that are processed. And so most people don't really understand which types of proteins are processed. And I I touched on this earlier, and I'm going to go into a little more detail on it now. But the processed carbs are, are those things like deli meat. You know, I mean, a lot of people are going to think it's gross, but nobody eats potted meat anymore. But you have like potted meat, you have Vienna sausages, you have hot dogs, you have various forms of sausages. uh, And so you have even spam. Um, So you have all these different types of processed meats. And so these are the things that you you don't want to eat because this is a very non-usable form of protein. Now, you can you get some protein from it? Absolutely. But these are this is a very non-usable form of protein. What most people don't understand is the process that it goes through in order to to get to that package. What typically happens is they put all the meat into basically, we'll just call it like a meat grinder. And they put all the different parts of the, the chicken or different parts of the uh, of the pig or, or whatever it is. And they put it through this meat grinder. And what comes out is this big, you know, slush of food. 
and then they they cook it and they put all kinds of chemicals and things to kill all the bacteria and kill all the diseases and then they spindle it out almost like a, a, a rinse cycle on a, on a washing machine they spindle it out and a lot of this fat is extracted and then they spit it out of a, of a piping bag again and then you you know they shape it into the mold of, of a you know a circle or a, a cylinder of some sort then they slice it up and there you have your your turkey right there but it's been so processed a lot of the nutrients have been killed with the chemical that they've added with the cooking process. And so it's just not a very usable source of protein. And so our body will end up storing those, those, uh, those types of proteins and, and not using it for building muscle, not in, in not using it for really helping sustain our hunger. So we want to really try to make sure we stay away from these processed types of proteins. And it's just not something that our body's ever going to be able to use. So a lot of people say, you know, I, I eat turkey sandwiches every day, uh, for, for, for lunch. And, are they turkey sandwiches that you're actually, you know, making the turkey turkey patties or, or whatnot, or are you buying it from the deli section? Um, and if you're buying it from the deli section, chances are it's going to be a very, very processed meat and your body's really not going to be able to use that protein. Yeah, it could be 99% fat free. But is that really a usable source of protein? Chances are it's not. So you're better off sticking to the whole foods um, and the minimally processed foods and the minimally processed proteins versus getting the ones that have all that processing going on. So that's that's another big topic. That's another big thing that I could spend hours and hours and hours on. Um, but let's let's go ahead and recap what we've learned so far. So what I want you to do is I want you to think of proteins in this manner. Proteins do one of two things, both usually both of them, is they're building blocks of all muscle and they help repair broken down bodily tissue. The second thing is going to help you satisfy your hunger. So if you're starting a healthy eating plan, don't skip out on the protein. Make sure you add protein to every single meal, including your snacks. So don't skip out on the protein. Protein is going to help you satisfy your hunger and stay away from the foods that are high in saturated fat in combination with that protein. So stay away from your dark meat poultry, stay away from your beef, things like that. Also, you want to stay away from the processed meats. So you want to stick stick more to the, the leaner cuts of meats, the more whole meats, the minimally processed types meats. And so th that's the basic recap of protein and how I want you to look at it. And next week, what we're going to do is we're going to go into how to actually put all these different things together. We have to kind of go over all the nerdy stuff and all the basic stuff first, but it'll, it'll start getting a lot more fun because I'll, I'll start giving you practical ways that you can put carbs into your meals, put fats into your meals and put proteins into your meals and make it a healthy eating plan. So we're going to go over next week. We're going to go over all the habits to live by all the things that are really going to make you successful in your meal plan structure and help you help you lose all the weight that you're trying to lose. So ladies and gentlemen, that's the iFit model basics of nutrition episode three, the understanding of proteins. I hope you've enjoyed the show. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the iFit Model Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to get more strategies on how you can get the body, mind, and life you've always wanted through fitness, nutrition, and positive mindsets. Don't forget to share and review so we can continue to bring you the best content.